What do you want to do? I don't know. We don't have an intro. Welcome back to the Glacier Gamble Podcast. This is episode 17. Uh, that is a lot of episodes, but there's going to be a lot more. Uh, I am Michael Glazier. That is Joe Reibolt, and we are here to talk to you about sports, Marvel, etc. Uh, this is the uh, this is the sports section, and uh, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Don't want to bore you with anything, but if you do like it, make sure to drop a like, subscribe if you enjoy. Uh, we're going to start with the NBA. That is the National Basketball Association Academy. Academy. National Basketball Academy. Uh, we don't have much on it. There were some topics that were talked about, but uh, we're probably not going to go too much into those because that's not our cup of tea. Speaking of tea, Tyler Hero, uh, he mentioned that he believes he is in the same category as LeBron, Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, he, uh, he said he was in the same category Kobe. as Luka Doncic. Trey Young, John Morant, he said, I feel like my name should be in that category too. Uh, you added this to our notes. Yeah, I saw this and I just had to put it in the discussion talk because I don't think he's anywhere close to yeah, them. Yeah, um, my little I note think next to that note, I put LMFAO. Like the band? I bet the band's better. <laughs> oh man, I just... To put him in that category, are we playing in the bubble all the time? Well, here's the... I mean, even, even more so, like... Those three aren't even in the same category. Like, I feel like Luca's above Luca's them. a tier above Trey and Ja. Yeah. A lot of people have questions about Ja. A lot of people would probably put Trey above Ja. My personal bias is if I'm starting a team, I would take Ja over Trey. Right. Because both of them, like, Trey's not necessarily a better shooter than Ja. And the big thing on Ja is if he can shoot. Right. It's like, well, Trey has to shoot 40 yeah, shots to get lot, 40 points. Sure. So, I mean, I would I would put Luca above Trey and John. I wouldn't put them in the same category as well. Like all three have issues shooting, but Luca does more than the other two. Right. And Luca then, has a club. I mean, they've got they each have different variations of like the clutch gene too. So like you yeah. can't say they don't have the clutch gene. Right. So, does Tyler, Tyler Hero have the clutch gene? You Tyler Hero has no. one thing, which is that mean mug meme. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've loved his interviews off like off the court. Like there was a him thing with him, Jimmy, and Bam that they did like a answered a bunch of questions together. And Tyler made a comment about they asked him about swimming, and he's like, I don't know how to swim. And then Jimmy like <laughs> laughed and he was just like, I knew you were one of us. And I was like, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I think his interviews off the court are awesome, but I would not put him in that category. Sure, yeah, me neither. Um, so I thought that comment, I'm all for having that confidence. Yeah. Like if you, so if you, if Tyler Hero, if you're a Miami Heat fan, you would be happy to hear that he thinks he's that good. Sure. But he took probably the biggest sophomore yeah, slump Yeah, he had probably the anyone. worst sophomore slump I've ever seen. And I think that's because the bubble. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys, that sophomore year was like a rookie year because they've yeah. never had fans. So maybe he'll take a jump up back to like his bubble time, but I mean now he's got you know he's got more to prove now. Yeah, he's got uh, you know Lowry's gonna demand some shots too, so like he's not the where he could have been like the third option. And he's not maybe. the go-to guy for the shot. Yeah, like if you need a shot now, it's Jimmy Lowry, yeah. Duncan Robinson's yeah. probably next, and then Hero. Yeah, and if he only needed two, they're probably gonna try to get it into Bam. Yeah. 
before heroes or like, jimmy and iso or something i don't think luca or trey or ja are ever going to be the fifth option on any yeah team. yeah exactly but all for him you know thinking he's up there yeah uh, your response to last year's sophomore slump because that was Hard to watch. I would I would say it's probably the worst outside of I think it was Michael Turner in the NFL might have been him. One of those. There was a big running back that their sophomore slump was like the worst I'd ever seen. Falcon. Yeah, he was Falcon. He was the guy. I think he was after war done. So guy return. I, something like that. Anyway, yeah, I'd like to see him get better. I want to see good basketball. So the other NBA topic we have to talk about is. Ben Simmons has returned. He yeah, is reportedly he a, coming back. Yeah, he apparently had a sit down with Daryl Morey, and I don't know what was discussed there, but can't imagine he's gonna be able to get on that court and have everyone look at him. The that'll be it's gotta be really awkward. I don't really think weird. his point here, like, so the Sixers have been open; they want to trade him. So I don't think he's returning to. All right, we're gonna play together and win a championship together. I think it's like I'm here, but I'm only here so that the team can trade me. Yeah. I don't think it's anything more than that. I don't. I I think he probably had to sit down like, no, I don't want to lose any more money, but I also don't want to be here. Yeah. So I'll come back, but you have to be actively looking to trade me yeah. every single day. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll duel James Harden yeah. and I'll show up, but I'm walking on the court. Yeah. He's what Harden did. He walked back and forth from top of the three to top of the three, top of the like. So that's probably what he's going to do. There was one player that the that a team that just offered a player for Ben Simmons, which was the Brooklyn Nets. The Wolves are playing tonight. Uh, the Wolves are playing them tonight. Uh, they offered Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. And the Sixers said, we will not even entertain that because I don't want to deal with Kyrie. Yeah. Because, you know, Kyrie has his whole, like, situation with the vaccine right now and making his recent public statements that have kind of gone out of whack. Some team, there, there's some states where, like, they're... Um their like vaccine mandate in these large arenas mm -hmm. like take into effect on like what the players including the brooklyn nets yeah nets the warriors andrew wiggins had that whole thing but there's also some states that don't so mm -hmm. like i think dallas mavericks don't have it yeah. um minnesota i don't believe has orlando it. doesn't miami doesn't so there are teams that he'd be able to practice at play at and brooklyn was able to say that they are a private location so he can practice at home but then the team made a statement saying that they, he has to vaccinate himself anyway, even though the state said it's yeah. okay. You know, the Sixers said they just don't want to deal with that. You did, I think you said you, that there was something. We don't really want to touch too much on yeah. it, but you had one thing that you were going to say. Well, I... So for our NFL discussion, we have some few things going on. Also some pretty big off-field situations happening. The big one is uh, Jean Grudin. Uh, John Gruden was horrible. <laughs> well, I mean, we did talk uh, uh, before the season started. We we talked about uh, what would happen if the um, the Las Vegas Raiders started off poorly. Poorly, would John Gruden be on the hot seat? Was right. our question. Uh, turns out, I don't even know how to say this without without being canceled yourself. <laughs> yeah, let's just say his uh, his uh, his mouth was hot. Yeah, his mouth was on the hot seat. Yeah, yep. Approximately mm -hmm. ten years ago until now. Mm-hmm. So, so there was the Washington football team was getting their investigation through uh, owner Dan Snyder was getting investigated. And during that time, they went through 600,000 forms of communication. It might have been 60,000. I thought it was 600,000. It was emails, texts, spoken altercations that happened in the locker room that were documented, videotape that uh, they were able to put through. And so far, the only thing they found is stuff on John Gruden for some reason and yeah. nothing on anybody else. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm questioning. It's also during the time that uh, Jay Gruden was 
in Washington. I think he was the head coach, yep. Or offense coordinator. Something like that. Anyway, found out that John Gruden said some racist things, sexist things. Homophobic things. Homophobic things. Just discriminatory things altogether. And we don't stand for. No. And the Glacier Campbell. Neither does the NFL, clearly. And so there would be, so the Washington football team scandal through and sexual assault allegations and that sort of thing is what caused the investigation to happen. Well, the Washington football team just announced that Sean Taylor's jersey is going to be retiring mm-hmm. and everybody is like, oh, what? They're what trying are... to take the, a little heat off of all that. Uh, however, for those of you that might have jumped to conclusions, this was scheduled before the season started. But... So they did not plan this around when John Gruden, it just happened to fall this time. However, however, it would have been smart of them to delay it because uh, now it's kind of taking away from one of the most loved players of all time because they're all, everybody's going to be, I mean, the fans are probably going to boo if Snyder goes out to announce the retiring. They're going to boo and you did not want Sean Taylor's jersey retirement to have booing. Yeah. Um, He doesn't, I mean, he was murdered. He doesn't deserve booing to even ever occur at that retirement. So, yeah, terrible. Uh, John Gruden situation is also terrible. Madden removed him from the game and they'll be replacing him with a general likeness player person. However, most people are saying, why don't you just replace them with somebody? Yeah, like the New England, you should have Chad Masters. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. The well, there, there's going to be an actual be interim head coach. Yeah. They could have replaced it with somebody that looked like the interim right. head coach. Sure. Um, my favorite response from that was when somebody asked, why aren't you doing this? Somebody replied, because that would take effort. And it is EA. Well, and I thought that was a very accurate response. Yeah. EA does not want to do there anything probably, more. There's probably going to be a microtransaction that you got to do. In order to... Right. If you want it to look like the interim head coach, you have to just pay five bucks for it. Yeah. yeah so that'll be it. That We don't want to be like controversial going to it. We don't stand for discrimination. The NFL doesn't. John Gruden resigned before he was going to get fired, which we know he probably would have. We'll see if Derek Carr can lead the team uh, away from that distraction for a win because they have slumped ever since they started out hot. The next topic we have is a former Raider. Cordero Patterson is amazing. I thought the Vikings weren't using him correctly. And when we had him, I was like, he's more than just a kick returner. And then they put him at wide receiver. I was like, he's not a wide receiver. He's like a slot H-back type of guy. And they only used him in special, like, if he was on the field, you know they were doing some trick play. Right. They were going to sweep to him, screen pass to him, pitch it to him on a reverse, a double reverse. And they were just, they used him incorrectly. They thought they were being creative. But just like the Vikings offense now, it was so predictable that their creative plays were obvious. Um, But he was never used correctly. I was always upset. So when he left, I was very happy for him to go to the Patriots. Patriots didn't use him correctly. But now they started to. They started. They used and then, they, then they stopped. Yeah. Well, that's because um, they had like four starting running backs that they just cycled through. Right. That was James White, and I mean they they had plenty. Now he's on the Falcons. He is the number five wide receiver in the NFL, I, I believe, or number three. Like uh, like point value wise. Yeah. Because he's getting you know rushing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns. And then he's no. also one of the highest rated running backs right now. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. I wanted him. I. Tweeted at him multiple times this offseason when he was making... He wanted to come back. He wanted to come back to Minnesota. And I was like, please bring him back. Obviously, that was when I still thought KJ wasn't a wide receiver three. So I was like, bring him back. Make him wide receiver three. Then they signed D.D. Westbrook and KJ Osborne developed. But he's doing so well. I just wanted to bring it up. Uh, Corderell, 
super happy for you, and uh, I oh, hope you know he watches too. So. We know you're watching. I'm so happy for you, man. He's up there with Hester for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. for kick returning. I think we've always said like it's been like him and him and Hester. It's Hester, Hester and C Flash P, or Corderell Hester, depending on what type of returner you want. If you're going punt and kick return, probably Hester. But if you're going just kick return, I think Corderell's right equal yeah. with them. So yeah. before we get to our Viking section, we have one more thing that actually just happened. Yeah. Um, we're just checking the tweets. And uh, Bart Scott's had a comment. Yeah, former Ravens running uh, linebacker and Bartholomew Jets Scott. Linebacker yeah, and Jets too. Yeah. If there's any Jets fans out there, if there's any Jets fans. Yeah, yeah. For the Jet fan. Yeah, he said that Marquise Hollywood Brown would not start for any other team in the AFC North. So he wouldn't start for the Browns, the Steelers, or the Bengals because apparently, you know, he just wouldn't start for them. So you were looking up Marquise's stats. Yeah. And you said he's currently so ranked... So in yards, he is wide receiver seven. Okay. And in touchdowns, he's tied for second with five. The only person beating him is Mike Williams with six. And that's with a running back throwing to him. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep. So, so we're saying that he wouldn't be a better quarterback with... Or he wouldn't be a better wide receiver if he had Roethlisberger, Burrow... He probably wouldn't be a better receiver Baker. if he had Roethlisberger. Or Baker. Or Baker. I mean, Lamar's better than both of them. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the people people always say that Lamar can't throw. So, if he's the number three wide receiver in touchdowns and number seven in yards... He's second in touchdowns. Second in touchdowns. So, if he's number two in touchdowns and seven in yards, wouldn't that mean he, with a quarterback that can throw, yeah. he'd be number one and maybe number three? Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. But that type of receiver doesn't start. No, he wouldn't start for... then, And then I believe... Wouldn't start uh, for Bart. I believe... I believe Bartholomew oh, is his yeah. name. Is. Uh, he said he wouldn't start for, I think he went through the rest or most of the other AFC teams. He you know, he skipped some of the teams where like he probably would start. Like, right, he did. He mentioned the Bucks, who have the best weapons in football, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And he also did mention the Bengals, but the Bengals have underrated receivers. Like yeah. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase are yeah. maybe the best trio of wide receivers yeah. that I can think of. True. He mentioned uh, Kyler Murray's. Yeah. Cardinals. I would probably put Kyler Mar or Mar Marquise at wide receiver too. I'd yeah. start him over AJ Green yeah, and AJ Christian Green's Cook. Lost. Christian Kirk. Yeah, he's lost a lot of Christian Kurt. Kurt. Um, <laughs> and like I like Rondell more, but Marquise is starting over him. Yeah. So I mean, he's yeah. wide receiver too for me yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So, and any of those teams that he listed, they're gonna switch to a five wide receiver offense if they add Hollywood Brown yeah. to their team. Exactly. Uh, you look at the uh, Broncos. He'd probably be the third there. He didn't mention the Raiders, which he'd probably be number one for the Raiders. Yep. He would he would be wide receiver one for the Raiders for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. He mentioned the Chargers. Yeah. That's um, I mean that's tough. That's... The Chargers just will run three wideouts every time yeah. at that point. Yeah. They'll run four wideouts and move Eckler to the fourth wideout. Yeah. No, I thought, I'm that's... sure the I'm sure the Chiefs would take him willingly. Yeah. Oh, and also he mentioned the Bills. Yeah. And he said that Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley and Diggs are all starting over him. No. Yeah. Imagine, so Emmanuel Sanders, who did not have a great year last year, has been going nuts the past couple weeks with the yeah. Bills. Put Hollywood Brown in place of Emmanuel Sanders, and instead of two touchdowns of each of these last weeks, it's two or three touchdowns and 150 plus yards. Yeah. Like, it's, that was such an asinine comment. Like, I can't believe it. And, uh... Robert Griffin III apparently responded saying like he disagrees and then Bart Scott started to talk crap about Robert the Griffin III's career even though it's his co-worker. Yeah. So. No, don't, don't, you can't uh, sell short on like 
individual seasons, like the accomplishments of players for the individual seasons, because Mike Williams was like, I don't know, wide receiver 38 or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just making that, up, Ma- that number. Mike Williams has been on my fantasy team since his rookie year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah <laughs> I love know. Mike Williams. Yeah. And so this is the year where like he's, he's tearing it up. So, yeah. um, you know, and that's, he started with a few touchdowns and like no catches or yards. Then he went to a bunch of touchdowns and zero yards. Now he's getting yards, catches, touchdowns. So good. Yeah. I love, so I this love is the season where too. you know Hollywood's doing very well. And so yeah. like, weird. A wide receiver, a good per, a good player, isn't always good every year that they're yeah. in the NFL. Baker Mayfield. Some, some people might say has his best season was his rookie season. Yeah. So, like oh my gosh, I thought that was such a terrible comment. Bart made it seem like Hollywood Brown was in his feelings, but Bart Scott was so in his feelings that he attacked a coworker. Yeah. So I I can't believe that. I discredit what he's saying because I would like, discredit. We're it. all seeing we're all seeing what you know the the Hollywood Browns the Mike Williams like these these receivers that have established a name for themselves but they're like they're if, taking their game to the next so level. He's so. a Bart Scott is respected amongst a lot of Ravens fans maybe not as many after this but if you are still a Ravens fan that agrees with what Bart is saying the Vikings will give you a seventh round pick will take Hollywood Brown yeah but if you don't want him if you don't think he'll start for any other team. You you don't need them then. We'll yeah. take. We'll take. Yep. We'll, seventh round. Seventh round in like 2026 if they allowed that. We'll do that. That's fine. Sure. And we'll take them. We'll make. We'll do KJ Osborne, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Marquise Hall, Marquise Brown every time. We'll take them. See what happens. We'll take them. Give them to Aaron Rodgers and see see if see if the yeah. Packers would take them. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that was real because that's how yeah, stupid just, that was. Yeah, we just looked it up. To another team that wears purple though, our team, our Vikings. Old Metrodome, poster, skull, you know, skull. Big, uh, big Vikings podcast here. There were some topics. One was Kirk and Zimmer uh, got into some fisticuffs at the end of the game, and people were all saying that that was not, that was not talking positively, and that was not, that was clear fighting and arguing. Um, well, they luckily we had somebody smart cameraman on them where we were able to catch the mic'd up version. And yeah. Kirk, what was he saying? He was mic'd up for that that game actually. He so was Kirk mic'd had up. a mic on him. And, and you know what he said? He turned around and he was like, "You like that? You like that?" <laughs> because so. uh, apparently, and I, I I saw this somewhere, so it may or may not be true. But um, on that last drive where we had like 37 seconds two timeouts or whatever, mm-hmm. Kirk had to lead him down the field, which is weird because we had like 41 seconds at the end of the half with two timeouts and we just like sat on Did the Did nothing neck. with it? Yeah. 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 So Kirk apparently was supposed to do a play, but he audibled out of it because he wanted to do something else and it turned out to be the right play because we got down the field and we won the game. So I think this just goes to show that they, uh, if Clint, if you're watching this, let Kirk loose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or... Kirk, keep audibling. Yeah. If Kirk, if Clint is gonna keep having terrible play calling, audible into a play action. Yeah. Audible into a deep pass downfield. Yeah. Nobody can guard Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's like fourth in yards, so like he's killing everyone on routes. So just, just, and Thielen's gonna break down anybody with his route running. So I hope Kirk keeps audibling as long as Clint keeps calling terrible calls. Or I hope number one thing I hope is that Clint learns how to play call. Yeah, I hope I hope that Zimmer or Zimmer um, after that the Lions game, um, he went to his like offensive coordinator's offensive staff and said, I want you to like dissect your dissect your essentially what you've been doing and see how to make it better. 
and I hope they see this last the last 37 seconds or whatever and realize that Kurt can make any throw if we make that last 41 seconds of halftime we yeah. shouldn't just be sitting on it not yeah. hoping for a 10 yard plus run and then we'll go for yeah. it that was a stupid comment but yeah if you if you have any opportunity to get points you should get points well and that's how the best teams in the NFL are currently operating like don't just dissect what your offense is doing dissect what the best offense look at what the Chargers are doing look at what the Chiefs are doing look at what the Bills are doing the Chiefs the Chargers had a fourth and eight and went for it the Bills the Ravens have had multiple fourth and five and fourth and fours that have gone for it, and I believe the Ravens have co- have converted on like 80% of those, and the Chargers at the moment, because they haven't been as much, are converting like 100% of their fourth and shorts. Yeah. Go for it. Who cares? Like, playing so passive is how you lose the game. Your specialists aren't good enough to guarantee a pinned punt and good field position. You're... And or made field long field goal. Your yeah. specialists aren't good enough to guarantee that. And the defense is nowhere near good enough to say, you know what, if they have slightly better field position, we'll be able to stop them. But the offense is good enough to yeah. say, hey, let's score. And I do think, I mean, I, I think that like that kick, the Lions kick, was great for Greg Joseph because it gave him the confidence that he can get that. And mm-hmm. now hopefully he keeps with that mentality and it's like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make this kick. Not have to be like, if I miss, like we shouldn't have to rely on a game winning Well, kick. and your mentality of your coaches, your mentality of your team is going to all carry throughout. Yeah. So if your mentality as the offensive coordinator or as the head coach is, we're going to play it safe because we're going to think worst scenario possible. I don't want to go for it because then it might be a bad play. I don't want to try to score in those last 41 seconds because you might score and get thrown an interception and the other team might have a chance to score in the last 30 seconds. Think of best scenario possible. We might score a touchdown or get some points because if you think of the negative way, then your kicker is also going to think, I hope I don't have to kick longer than 40 yards because I might miss it. It was was very frustrating and then Zimmer's press conference afterward was frustrating, but I think that whole like Zimmer and him pushing back and forth, Zimmer's quite old. And I've seen this with a lot of like older people when when younger people react pot like aggressively positive, which a lot of like meatheads tend to do, where they get physical when they're excited. Yeah. Zimmer's face was just more of like a fight or flight response to me. Like yeah. he was ready to like Yeah, but then it, then he was smart, like yeah, then yeah. he knew what was happening, yeah. which is why the other coach grabbed him and like held him yeah, off because his initial reaction looked like it was gonna fight yeah. but it didn't end up that way because it was you know it was actually overall a positive interaction yeah. let Kirk slink though let, let he does like that it. and I want to keep liking that because yeah. he's been killing it this yeah, is his best season year. so far the Vikings record doesn't show it but that's because our defense has not been well doing well and our offense is boring as hell we run the least amount of play this so the two teams that ran the most successful play actions last year are each running bottom five play actions this year which is the vikings and the i think it was the rams or it might have been the chiefs are running they were top three offenses on play action last year vikings were number one and now are number 29 or 30th and both of those teams are now one and two or one and three are now 29 and 30 or 29 and 32 and then we it's so predictable first down they're gonna run it third and long they're gonna run it and punt it like yeah it's so boring second and long is most likely a run for the Vikings. Dalvin is a game changer one of the best running backs in the league um, with CMC hurt he's second to Derrick Henry in my eyes full participant today yeah so that you looked like you were gonna ha- say something Kirk Cousins in his last like 13 and a half games 4051 passing yards 36 touchdowns three interceptions four game winning drives 
The people that are currently hating on Kirk are just hating on Kirk because the team's not winning. Winning is not a quarterback stat. It never will be. Quarterbacks can help you win the game, but the best quarterback in the world will not win with a team that is not playing well around him. Tom Brady left the Patriots because they didn't surround him with talent. They refused, kept and kept refusing to put talent around him and hoping that they would develop young guys and trade old guys before they got bad. Uh, he went to the Buccaneers, won Super Bowl. He would have won in page If you swap those teams, like the players, if you swap personnel and just keep Tom Brady, Tom Brady still wins the Super Bowl there. It just, like, that the quarterback is the piece, the glue that holds the puzzle together, but you still need the pieces to put the puzzle together. Yeah, I mean, that's really all that we got for sports overall today. We do have some games, I guess, coming up that we could talk about. Um, we have been doing that. We're so. Vikings this week. Oh, yeah. Vikings go against the Panthers. Uh, Panthers most likely will not have Christian McCaffrey. Sounds like today he has not practiced all week. This is not rest. Sounds like Chuba Hubbard's going to be playing. That's not great news for them, but in my opinion, the Vikings defense has not been acting in a way that outside they should be scared their, of them. Outside their, like, their pass rush. Which Darnold is really bad under pressure. Yeah. So I think the Vikings win this one. I hope so. I think that I think uh, the Vikings win this one, but I think so. Let's see. Yeah, Vikings are one point favorite. I think that's about right. So that's a, basically a pick 'em. Whatever team wins is the team that it's covers. Pretty good because we're in Carolina, right? So um, I think Sam Darnold doesn't do well under pressure, and they're on a downslope right now. I like Matt Rule as a coach, and I like the I love the Panthers defense. And they did just get Stefan Gilmore. Uh, one thing you got to watch out for is Zimmer typically does not do well. Or Zimmer's defenses don't do well against quarterbacks that can run. And Sam Darnold, I believe, is like the highest rushing Most rushing touchdowns yeah. out of all quarterbacks right now. So, can move around a little bit. Got to watch out for that. But with Barr back. Maybe. Barr was with, out with the practice today. Let's hope it's rest. Uh, it was not. It was a knee. It was an injury. Got it. So, you know, bars hurt again. Uh, yeah, so I think Vikings win, but I don't think it's I, it's going to be another, are we going to win? Are we going to win? Yeah, are I mean, we going to win? Yeah, it's going to be. I, the hope it, I hope it's another uh, Seahawks thing. Seahawks Where they thing. dominate Where, a yeah. team that's supposed to win. Yeah. I like the Panthers a lot, but I do want the Vikings to win. Key matchups, Gilmore versus JJ, JJ, JJ or Thielen, uh, and then Henderson versus the other one. And then for the Vikings defense, it's uh, wide receiver. Curtis Sam, uh, not Curtis Sam, uh, Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ Moore against any everyone because DJ Moore is better than any corner we have. So, mate, hopefully, I put Cam Dantzler on him. Let's yeah. see what he can do. Like, Cam's doing well. Uh, and put Harry safety over the top. Keep the shot out of there. Let's yeah. Give him, uh, after that. After you know, his tweet. After his tweet. Let's just keep him. Keep him. <laughs> give him a little. Give him a little game off to think about. Veteran rest. Yeah. Yeah. Veteran rest to think about it. Yeah. Um, However, you got to give credit where credit is due. He is no longer the worst corner in the league. He's one hundred three out of one hundred seven. No, he's one hundred nine out of one twelve. One hundred nine out of one twelve. So you know he's not worst anymore. I don't know who those other ones are. Could care less. But couldn't care less. And uh, load the box, stop Chuba Hubbard, blitz Darnold tall hell, and that should Have be Xavier Woods over the top of. Uh... And that's the recipe to win. And then when you're on offense, I don't care if you're up by 14, go for a touchdown. Yep. I don't care if you're up by 35, keep running the ball. Then for run the ball. Don't run. Don't run halfback dive. Run pitch. Run option. Like keep running offensively. Try to run the clock out. But if you score again, that's their fault. So. Please play more aggressively. You know what? Couple big games this week. Rams, Rams Giants. Pick some. Pick the Rams. Rams Giants. Definitely pick the Rams. Uh, they lost last week to you know arguably they were the top teams in the NFC. Mm -hmm. 
Fighting off, it was the Cardinals and Rams. Yeah, the Rams lost a close one, I believe, but um, they're going to want to get back and get a win. So this is not betting advice, but pick the Rams. But pick the Rams. So there are some big games this week, in my opinion. Chargers-Ravens should be a good game. That's a good one. Um, I, I mean, why would you want Marquise Brown in that game, though? If I were to pick <laughs> if I were to pick an upset, that would be like probably one of my upsets. I think Mark Ravens. Andrews and Marquise Brown just tore tore apart. Well, and so the Chargers time. offense is incredible. Right. But the Ravens defense is really good. The Ravens offense is really good. Yeah. But the Chargers defense has not been really good. Yeah. So I think the Ravens do have a chance there. The Ravens are actually favorites, so that's surprising. Yeah. But I do think the Ravens have a really good chance. And then the Browns are favorites over the Cardinals. The Cardinals have, I mean, the Rams were favorites over the Cardinals last week, too, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Because people so. keep expecting the Cardinals to fall and yeah. fall. But However, it's... Kyler and DeAndre are both questionable. They both have been a little okay, banged if, up. If either of them are even slightly hurt while playing, then the Browns have a very good chance of yeah. winning. But if the Browns play the way that they did against the Vikings, against the Cardinals, it's a blowout. Like 45-17 yeah. yeah. level blowout. Yeah. Raiders-Broncos, I think Broncos win because of the distractions for yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. And you know what? That's really it. You know, we got some bye teams. Falcons, Saints, Jets, Niners are all on bye this week. Early bye is the worst for teams. Players hate the early bye. Sorry to those teams. Sorry if you're a fan of those. Nobody really, like, sorry for the Jet fan again. We see Niners you. were on the downslope. They're in the hardest division. Falcons were, are failing and Saints are failing. So, all right, so they're three and two, but still, they're not doing as well as people expected. And, uh, you know, that's all we got for sports. You know, Clint Kubiak says that Kirk could do better or Kirk could no, he's evolved he's evolved uh, like, to the point where they could probably start giving him more than they've been giving what him. we just said just, I just, just read that just said it I just read that on Twitter that Clint said Kirk is evolved he's very smart they're clearly listening right now I know yeah golly they're listening more than our viewers wow <laughs> wow golly <laughs> but yeah that's it we don't have a ton more sports you know NBA is in preseason not a ton to talk about we're not big baseball or hockey fans so those are going on but we're not really going to talk about them you know curling isn't going on so we're not talking about curling right now underwater basket weaving season's done badminton tournament's over yeah. most of the Corn sport hole. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, so that's basically all we got for you for the sports section. I hope you enjoyed this section. This is going to be a little shorter, just like last week. The last week's shorter episode was pretty successful for us, so we're going to try to keep this a little shorter. Thank you for watching. I appreciate every single one of you. Gained a couple subscribers. Thank you so much. I hope that means you're enjoying and watching and listening and, you know, like we said, kiss us, so you must want to kiss us. Um, or someone's holding a gun to your head. Someone's holding a gun to your head, because why would you subscribe to this channel? All I can say to you, is I saw this the other day and it just you know hits home just try to try to live every day like it's the last day like I know that's cliche and people say it all the time but you know do everything with your whole ass don't half-ass anything mm. you know like I don't half-ass this podcast I do research every day of the week I do I sleep deprived to make sure I get editing and do my other stuff done and do everything whole ass don't ever half-ass anything because You'll be much more satisfied if you do. Yeah, that's all That's all I really got to say. I hope you enjoyed this. Like, subscribe. If you do enjoy, there'll be pop-ups here too. So if you're not listening, it's going to be there. I got, I got one thing to say um, from the wise words of Shia LaBeouf. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So make your dreams come true. Here's your dreams. Let's do it. Do it. Uh, thank you. Love from both of us. Uh, GG. GG. GG.